Blog Talk Radio. Good evening, good evening. Um, I guess my audio play is not starting up tonight, but how's everybody doing? Thank you so much for tuning in. Tonight we have a special guest, Shay, middle-class matchmaker, Primus, and I am so happy to have her here. Let me tell you a little bit about Shay. Shay wanted to help more people of color, like you and I, Find love. The result of that dream, the Middle Class Matchmaker, the Southeast Premier Matchmaking Service for for professional people of color. Shay, a certified dating coach and matchmaker, has this year alone successfully matched 47 couples and continues on her quest, quest to help people find their perfect match. A graduate of Clark Atlanta University, and she's also a member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. Shout out to the Deltas. Y'all know I love you. Shay worked in corporate America for 13 years before stepping out to live her dream and passion as a matchmaker. With her dating site, middleclassmatch.com, boasting over 70,000 members and counting, bi-monthly single events, and now her radio show, Conversations with Cupid, Shay reaches out to the masses with her coaching hopes of assisting singles and becoming ready for dating and relationships. Contact Shay for one of for one-on-one dating coaching and matchmaking services and tune in every Thursday at 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. The conversation with Cupid on Instinct Radio. Let's talk to Shay. Shay, how you doing? I'm great. How are you? I am great. Thank you so much for joining us tonight. And I wanted to say um, <clears throat> I have 81 couples <laughs> at this point. 81 well, hey. couples. And, <laughs> and four yes. engaged. Yes. Oh, and congratulations to all those engaged couples. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you so much. And congratulations to you. I mean, that is a huge success, and we're just now starting the second quarter of this year. Absolutely, um, absolutely. So I that have is a goal better. to match. Yeah, I have a goal to match a hundred couples this year, and I am well on my way. So I'm very excited about that. I see you. You look like you might double your goal by the end of this year. Ah! Yes, let's do it. Let's do it. <laughs> Girl, I'm gonna add myself to the list in a minute. <laughs> <laughs> come on, Allison, come on. Child. Ooh. Yes, but tell me, what made you want to step out into something as special and as detailed and as I can't even put it into words with something just as <laughs> Lord. What so made what you want to become a mess? Yeah, yeah. yeah. That. <laughs> I'm sorry, Actually, it's one of those days. I'm like oh, yeah. No problem. Actually I just wanted to help my friends find love. That's how it started. Um, I just looked around and I have so many friends who are beautiful and successful 
know, have it going on and they're single. And I started this business by just wanting to help them find love. Oh. Say, turn the feedback down from your um from your radio. I can hear it feeding back there. Oh, so maybe I should click off of it. Yeah. I'm <laughs> okay, so I'll just hang up on that. Okay, there we go. Is that better? Yes, ma'am. Okay, sorry. That is so much better. It's okay. Um, but that's awesome. You went from wanting to help some friends find love to mm-hmm. becoming the middle class matchmaker. <laughs> that yes. that is just that's that's just epic to me. That's like man, yeah. So tell us about tell Marita because everybody doesn't know about the fabulous book that just came out. A lid yes. for every pot. Yes. Um, so my book is There is a Lid for Every Pot, a dating guide for single professionals. Mm-hmm. And it's basically just a compilation of tips um, that I share with my clients right. on finding love and on um, preparing themselves for love. And um, there are 16 chapters, but there are also affirmations with each chapter and their activities with each chapter. And okay. if you if you do the work, it really helps you to uncover what you need to do. Because excuse me, when you look at your, your relationship and they haven't worked, you're the common denominator for all of them. Right. So I believe that, that we should really focus on doing the work um, for ourselves so that we can prepare ourselves for love. Absolutely. Now you sound like my girl Leala on that one, but yeah, I feel you. Definitely, we yes. need to do this work. <laughs> yeah, I'm just sure. pleasing, but you did remind me of, um, you know, how she says, now "Do your work." Do yeah, your it's work. true. But it's tr- it's true though. Yeah, it is true. Um, but absolutely, absolutely, and you all can get. Um, there is a lid for every pot. First of all, from her website, middleclassmatchmaker.com. And also, it's available uh, wherever books are sold. Um, I Amazon. Look, I, okay. Mm-hmm. Awesome. It is available on Amazon for us Kindle lovers because while I love holding a paperback, I don't have time to really read paperbacks anymore. I buy them and they hit the shelf. So I have to read on my phone like most of us now. But um, that is awesome, Shay. Have you considered ever writing a fictional romance? Because I feel like what you do just has so many stories that could be compiled into a fictional novel or fiction based on reality type novel. I I have not considered a novel, but I have considered, you know, with my show, I have um, just different topics that singles are interested in, Um, and I have considered doing um, a book, you know, just on just dating disasters or just different stories I may have heard, um, you know, singles share with me, and I I, I have considered doing that, but not, no, I haven't considered a novel. Well, you should definitely do the dating disasters. I can give you dating and marriage disasters all by myself. We could almost fill up a whole book. Wow. 
Yeah, oh, so girl, you would be surprised. Just get there. I need to just yeah. capture everybody's disasters and put them in Bam. my room. Yes, you would be surprised, but uh, it's all right. God is good anyway. <laughs> yes, God is good anyway. You're absolutely right. So you have, um, if I'm right, one teenage son? I do. He's 15. Okay. So, okay. So how do you juggle motherhood and being a full-time matchmaker and entrepreneur? Yes, because I have two businesses. I have a, a okay. training consulting business, and I have my matchmaking and dating coaching business. Um, you know, I've you know I've been an entrepreneur for a while. Um, I it, it, it really I, I think I do a good job at juggling you know work life balance, right? Um, making sure that he has his time, and then also with him being a teenager. He doesn't require so much of my time, you know. He just needs me to feed him, and, All right. you know, hang out. We might go to the movies, or you know, we sit and talk about, you know, whatever he wants to talk about. But um, it's, you know, it's, it's you just do it. You just do what you have to do. And yeah. I'm a fourth generation entrepreneur, so my my son okay. he has grown up with entrepreneurs. My dad is also an entrepreneur, and he works sometimes at my dad's shop. So he's just he. He's grown he up used around. To it. Okay, that's mm-hmm. awesome. That is that is really awesome. Um, I'm not sure how many generations back, but I know that there are several generations of entrepreneurs in my family as well. So I really think that's very cool. When I hear yeah, that, it about makes a difference when you right. grow up around it. It definitely makes a difference, and it makes a difference in the work ethic. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, absolutely. Say, I'm loving this. Um, and you know, her website is her website is so cool. And for those who are looking to be matched, um, it's only according to the website, it's only ten dollars to join. Um, that's not bad at all. Um, you know, most sites charge what twenty, thirty per month, so. Exactly. So, you know. Middleclassmatch.com. Absolutely. Yes, middleclassmatch.com. Oh, I see yacht party coming up. Tell me about the yacht party because, hey, now I want to go. <laughs> yeah, well, I did a yacht party last July, mm-hmm. and um, it turned out really nice. It, what I did, it was a dating auction. And, okay. um and yacht party, and so I had some sexy singles who were being auctioned off, and um, and then um, you, if you won them, you got to go on a date with them, and then uh-huh. you know we partied. We had a DJ, we had food, you know, so we just partied and drank, and had a good time on the yacht. It was lots of fun. That sounds like lots of fun. Hey, I yeah. go just for yacht party, you know. <laughs> <laughs> Not even think about the action right now, but I would definitely go kick it just for the yacht party. Um, I see yeah. you also have the Memorial Day extravaganza coming up. Uh, yeah. Oh, that looks like a three-day weekend event. Um, it is going to be fun in Panama Beach, Florida. Um, okay. That's up as well, and I'll be hosting some single games and um, just single parties and stuff like that on the on the boat. We're having a white 
white night party, a beach party. It's going to be lots of fun. That sounds like mega fun. Yeah. Yes. Um, and then the pool party on the 20th of May. Um, and another sizzling singles mixer. You know, I, I love to see that you not only you just have services, but you actually have events where people can just actually meet each other live. I really think that's so cool because to me, still meeting somebody kind of, at least semi-old-fashioned, is, you know, not always the easiest thing to do, but still one of the coolest things to do, at least to me, you know. Yeah, Um, yeah, we actually have... um you know, events all the time. Pretty much every every other weekend we have something going on and you're right, it's good for people to meet face to face. Absolutely. And, um they enjoy it. They really do. A lot of times people are single because they're in the house and they don't get out of the house. Well, they don't yeah. mix and mingle. Mm-hmm. So that, it's really good to get probably, out. Working from home that's probably my problem too. I'm always here. So yeah. you know. Um, yeah, y'all, I said it. I work from home. I'm in the house a lot. <laughs> but um, have you thought about bringing any events to North Carolina? Because I see you go to Florida and other places. Um, um, is that where you are? Are you in North Carolina? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> I haven't thought about going to North Carolina, you know, um, but I'm open to it. I'm, I'm definitely okay. open to it. Coming, um, you know, maybe do a book signing there, and then do like a singles event after. Yeah, that would be fun. That so would I'm open really to be doing cool. that. Yeah, yeah, I'm open to that. Definitely, that would be fun. That would really be fun. And maybe we could even host a show live from the signing or event. Um, that would be cool. Yeah. So, uh, what part of what part of North Carolina are you in? I live in Asheville, but uh, Asheville, North Carolina, where the Biltmore State and everything is located. But yeah. I actually think I think Charlotte would be such a cool location for an event like that. I really do. Um, okay, I've been to Asheville actually. Um, I came about maybe four years ago. Oh, okay. Years ago, I came to. I went to a concert. In Asheville, North Carolina. It's nice. Oh, okay. Yeah, well, you'll have to come back and visit and hang out again. Um, yeah. So, my nosy listeners, okay, a.k.a. that's just me, want to know, does the middle-class matchmaker have a boo of her own? I do, and we've been excited. Oh, <laughs> And um, yeah, it's it's definitely going well. Um, I'm excited. He is definitely my inspiration behind what I do because oh. um, because I found love. I want to help other people find love as well. Absolutely, that's awesome. That is awesome. Uh, any plans for wedding bells in the future? I don't know. I have no idea. Um, so it's not something that we we talk about often. Um, okay. I guess I've just been so so busy, you know. 
But you know what? If you were busy. Go ahead. I was going to say, if you're busy loving and living, then hey, you know what? Because I promise you, marriage does not always equate to, you know, real love. So if you have love, then I say, hey, however it came, it came. Yeah, I mean, a lot of times people focus on marriage more so than happiness. You right. can have both, right? Right. Um, but what I think is most important is that you find someone to love you. You find someone to grow old with. And, and I, you know, I definitely feel like I've been for me. And, you know, I'm happy. I'm happy. So if we if we progress to, to marriage, amen. If we don't, amen. I feel like I just want a life partner. I think that's more important. Right. Because, you know, a lot of times people do get married and they don't stay married, you know. So I'd rather, if I had to choose, I would rather choose somebody that I knew loved me and we were happy than to um, to get married and then you not be happy. And you know what, Shay, actually that is how I feel at this point because I personally have been married twice. Um, Yes, and what I want at this point in my life is the relationship that is supposed to come with a good marriage. So, you know, I'd rather just have somebody who uh, loves me and respects me for the rest of my days and we just be happy rather than rush and get married just to appease family and appease others and then never be happy. So that's just my, that's my personal take. Now, you know, I'm not telling nobody out there that, hey, y'all don't go get married because if you love whoever and somebody wants to marry you, hey, go get married. But that's just not what I'm feeling at this point in my life, you know. Um, yeah. No, yeah. I, I, I agree. I agree what you're saying. I mean, it's not. It's not just. It's not always the solution, right? And some people want marriage, and if you want marriage, I think you should get it. And some people, Absolutely. you know. But but I really my goal was my goal was to have um, a companion for 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 a lifetime commitment. And and that's my goal. Right. So I feel like I've met that goal. And that's the most important thing, you know. You got what you wanted. Um, mm-hmm. That is definitely the most important thing. And I'm so excited for you. Um. Oh my God, y'all! I cannot stop gawking at this sister's website. I love. <laughs> I oh, really? Absolutely. Which, yes. Which one? Are you talking about com or middleclassmatch.com? Middleclassmatchmaker, your actual website. Oh, okay. I, Thank you. Yes. And she is a certified and licensed relationship coach and matchmaker. So she's mm-hmm. not just somebody out here saying, I make matches. No. She is an actual certified licensed matchmaker. 
and her team is certified as well. I see um, you have a licensed relationship and relations counselor, uh, social events manager. My girl, my buddy, um, Tamara Grant, does her public relations. And I mean, it's just, you know, to me, it's so cool, you know, that not only are you just out here doing it, but you have a team, you have a real, you know, a whole team behind you. Because I feel like we... We can do a lot, but we can't do everything by ourselves. And I think it's cool to have yeah. a solid. So shout out to the team. Yes, my team is dope. Thank you, team. I really appreciate them. Absolutely, absolutely. So um, tell me, what is next? For shame. What's next? Um, <clears throat> well, I'm doing a um, a book tour. You know, I'm going around okay. various cities and you know sharing my book. Uh, thankful for different book clubs who read my book and are hosting me to come by. Um, I also want to. Yeah, I really appreciate that. Uh, um, book club meetings are the best to me. I said book club meetings are the best to me. I absolutely love them. So Yes. You know, and I wrote my book so that I can help more people find love because everybody right. can't um come here to it. You know, my I'm based in Atlanta. Can't help everybody, you know, everybody can't sign up and be my client. Um, but everybody can read the book and and, and do that work that helps right. them, you know, be ready for love. So I'm really, really excited about that um, and being able to offer that to people. So, you know, you know my book is like it's a, it's a guide to help you right. find love and, and to prepare for love. Um, what's next? I want to I want to expand. I want to have middle class matchmaker. Um, I want to train people in various cities to do what I do, and I want them to. Um, you know, match people and, and provide dating coaching. And by doing that, then I can help even more people find love. So that's my goal going forward. That would be really awesome. That yes. would be really, really cool. And it's like I'm sitting here, I can picture um, a couple of people that I know that would be perfect for doing something like that. Um, oh, good. But it's just like, wow, yeah. I I can definitely see that. I like that. I like that a lot. Um, And can you read us an excerpt of your, a small excerpt of your book? Oh, sure I can. Um, I wasn't prepared to do that, but I certainly can. I'm sorry. No, <laughs> no problem. I I let me see. I may have to run to my car and get my book so I can do that. Give me one second. Okay. I will run and get it. I'm sorry. I wasn't prepared to do that. Oh, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I should have said something uh, yeah, a few minutes yeah, ago. Yeah. I, 
I'm sorry. You know, sometimes stuff. Uh, oh, and I like the fact that uh, people can advertise on your dating website as well. That's now that's really cool. Um, I am checking out her dating website. Yeah, middleclassmatch.com. Middle um, and that get, is so I need cool. To get more advertisers on the dating site. I haven't really been pushing that as much as I should. Um, right. That's what I need to do is get some advertising. <laughs> okay. And um, I like how your members flash across the screen. And our people, cutie. Yes, I do. Ooh, we. I have some cuties on my dating site. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. <laughs> so. You should join, Miss Allison. Miss Allison's gonna sign up. Yay! <laughs> um. All right. So, I have my book. There's a way for every pot. A dating guide for single professionals. Um. And I will read a couple. The two chapters that people ask me about most often. Uh-huh. Um, one chapter is called "It's a Man's World," and a lot of a lot of ladies, when they first read that chapter, they they're like, "Oh, uh, uh-uh. you know," because in that chapter, what I'm basically saying is that men have control in the dating game. Right. They really do. We can't get married if they don't ask us to marry them. <laughs> you know, right? Um, we can't have a boyfriend if they don't ask us. You know, to, to date. We can't get pregnant if they don't want a baby. You know, it's like really they have a lot, a lot of control, and that's what I'm talking about in this chapter. So I want to share that um, with you. All right, it's chapter seven. It's called "It's a Man's World." James Brown had it right when he said, this is a man's world, but it wouldn't be nothing without a woman or a girl. It's fact that in a relationship, a woman is the perfect complement, but before we can get to the pleasantries, it's important to know the rules. Yes, in dating, there are rules, and the man makes them. Now, all you independent women, don't go skip in this chapter. Hold your bias until the end. My satin white gloves are off, and it's about to go all the way live. I know you don't like it. I know many of you try to shift the rules, but let's be honest. How is that working for you? Right. So listen. Take off your I ain't trying to hear that cap. And really be open to the realness in these next few pages. Many women don't want to admit that men dictate the flow of a relationship, but they do. And it's the greatest double standard in relationships. A woman can be attracted to a man, but if it isn't mutual, it's a no-go. She can want to have sex, but if he doesn't, it's a no-go. She can want to begin a relationship, but if he does not want to be in one with her, it's a no-go. 
she can want to get married, but if she does not want to get married, it's a no-go. Men see a woman's desire to lead and often allow it to happen without the woman realizing that the balance of power is simply loosened, not completely transferred. Ladies, think about the times you go out to events, parties, and similar places where you have the opportunity to meet and network with other men. It's known that a woman already determines whether she's interested in a man by the time he opens his mouth. However, men, because they are natural hunters, have made that determination by the time they walked up and asked you your name or ordered you a drink. What remains is whether he wants to pursue a purely sexual relationship or delve a little deeper. Many people have their reservations about Steve Harvey. However, what's fact is that men follow the three Ps, profess, protect, provide. When a man sees you as an asset to his life, he will engage in the three Ps. There is no hiding you, talking in circles about the nature of your relationship, only seeing you during a booty call hours or being vague in communication. Men will always set the tone for the nature of the relationship as well as provide clear guidance on where he is mentally, spiritually, and emotionally. When a man is ready to get married, he will propose on his time, not yours. When a man is ready to date you exclusively, he will initiate the conversation. Although it's not uncommon for women to ask about the nature of the relationship, be prepared to not get the answer you're expecting. Mm. When a man is ready to settle down, he will do it on his own time. If this does not work, you have every right to move on. Here are some ugly truths about relationships, and yes, they're all double standards. Successful women don't have the same options as successful men or men in general. How often do you see a successful woman date down? The rate in which the playing field is equal for successful women is slim. If a man is intimidated, there's nothing she can do that will change this, and it essentially makes them incompatible. However, successful men always have the option to date on both ends of the spectrum. If a man wants a woman who's not on an equal playing field, high or below the margin, he is open to choosing without judgment. In fact, he's praised either way. Women, unfortunately, do not have that luxury. Men, number two, men get what they want. Women will either adjust or move on, but in the end, the man will get what he wants, even if he finds it in multiple women. Whatever the craving is, it is satisfied. Number three, no matter how women-empowered a man may appear, he may still be intimidated by your sexual prowess. A lot of men err on the side of caution when it comes to a woman's sexuality. They may give off the impression that they're cool with your sexual liberation, but deep down they're hoping you've only slept with three men in your entire life. Sex is the biggest double standard between men and women. It sucks. It's not fair. But when most men are aware of a woman's sexual history, they tend to shy away from those who are more independent in their ways. In their mind, they can't fathom their woman having multiple partners passing out their goodies to every man available. Although this doesn't come close to your lifestyle, it's the comparison. Number four, an interested man does not chase a woman. He pursues her. 
We've entered into a culture where standard courtship is considered an act of thirst. This is the wrong mentality to have. When a man is thirsty, he wants to conquer, add notches to himself, and control. That's the chase. Men who pursue want to build, grow, and invest. A man will always pursue a woman whom he values and knows is worthy. He approaches that woman different, and because he's already gotten a glimpse of what life can be with her, the tone of the conversation is different. He's more strategic than calculated, flexible with his time, patient, willing to be a listener and be listened to, has a we mentality instead of a me mentality. A man in pursuit of a woman seeks out a good thing, not a fling. Mm. Number five, a man will only change for a woman whom he is in pursuit of. Ladies, you know this, we all know this, but still we fall into the trap of trying to change a man to fit the mold of Prince Charming that we have in our heads. Let this be a reminder. If a man is not actively pursuing you or taking the necessary steps for you to be a constant in his life, he will not change for you. doesn't matter how good the cookie is, how well you cook, or if you wait on him hand and foot. If he is not interested in including you in his master plan, he will not change, period. It's a man's world. And men set the tone for each aspect of the relationship. The ultimate goal in this dating game is full commitment, life partnership, or marriage. No matter the longevity of the relationship, a man will not propose to you if he believes that one of you or both of you as a unit is not ready to take the next step. By no means am I telling you to follow everything a man says, but what I will advise is that you pay attention to how he moves. Men say a lot of things without saying a word. They are more action-oriented than verbal. You will always know when a man is gaining interest or losing it because he will show you. It's paying attention to these context clues that will help you to navigate through the dating realm. And then I give an exercise. It says, recall the last person you dated and jot down some of the cues that were missed during the relationship. Based on what you've read, can you see how, can you see the difference in how their nonverbal communication drove the behavior in the relationship. How did you handle those specific context clues? Go an extra step and compare them to your compatibility notes. What did you find? And then I give um, an affirmation of acceptance. When I was created, I was made with everything needed to be successful and whole. I am complete. My partner will be drawn to me as I live my authentic self. I present my true loving nature, ready to compromise, ready to understand, ready to partner, ready to love. That's beautiful, Shay. That is Thank beautiful. You. Wow. So I have a question. Why do why I mean why is it such a double standard when it comes to dating? Um like why is it okay for Joe Blow um, to see Sally Sally Mae, Susie Q, and Lily Jean, but we better not have seen nobody but Billy Bob. I mean, <laughs> those are horrible names, I know. But... No, it's, it's true. Um, there are double standards. I don't know that the why to it, 
But I mean, we're we're not equal. We're not equal, and I think we know we're not equal. Okay, so if I told you a man beat a woman like a man, you would say, "Oh no, we shouldn't have done that. Men shouldn't put their hands on women." Right. We know we're not equal. If I told you that um, a woman was carrying three boxes and her man was standing there empty-handed, you would go, oh, no, that's not right. They should have gotten those boxes from her. We realize that we're not equal, and it's okay when it's in our favor, but this is one of those areas where it's not equal. This is not equal. There are things that men are able to do in dating and relationships that women would not get the same treatment for. And in this particular realm, they call the shots. Fortunately or unfortunately, they do. Okay. Okay. So, Shay, I want to talk about the, if it's okay with you, I want to talk about the article that was misconstrued because I realized that you indeed did not say um, telling us sisters to date bisexual men by no shape, form, or fashion. How did that get misconstrued? That's what I want to know. Um, It got misconstrued because I said that if I met a man who told me he had one same-sex experience that Mm -hmm. I would consider dating him. That's what I said. Okay. And that's my opinion. You know, that's okay for me to say. That's my prerogative. But that somehow got twisted that I made a suggestion that all black women right bisexual men. And that's not what I said at all. I said that if I met a man who told me he had one same-sex experience that I would date him. If he said, you know, I tried it once, I didn't like it, it's not for me, I would I would consider dating him. Um, okay. I don't consider him to be bisexual, and I'm not suggesting that everybody dates bisexual men, but if you met a man who told you he had one same-sex experience, maybe you would consider dating him. Um, I don't know how it got misconstrued. Maybe it was just... Um, I don't know. I, I, it, it, just, it wasn't, it wasn't what, yeah, it right. wasn't what I said. Well, I appreciate you clearing that up with us here on the Love Line. Um, I wanted to hear it from you as opposed to because I found out about it in some other plus size Facebook group. You know, way out the, you know. And I was like, huh? And I was like, wait a minute, that's my shay. <laughs> and I was like, I know that's not exactly, that's not what she said. So, um, you know, I'm really glad that you um, let us know here on the love line that that's definitely not what you said. Um, and it was funny because when the article was being shared, um it was right around the time that the movie, the Lifetime movie, Love by the Tenth Date, I don't know if you saw it or heard about it, the movie yeah, of Megan Good, yeah, um, came out, and one of the sisters in the movie um, was dating a 
bisexual, I guess what they call pansexual um, man. While he was fine, he was very effeminate. Um, And while she wanted to love him, it seemed like she couldn't get past his past. And for a while, you know, I'm trying not to tell the story for those who haven't seen the movie, but, um, you know, it just... And it made me think about some issues that I've encountered in my personal relationships um, as well. But, you know, it was just like, wow, okay. I know that's not what my Shay Shay said. So. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's not what I said at all, um, you know, and and it definitely got misconstrued. And, you know, so I always appreciate the opportunity to clear it up. Well, I appreciate you clearing that up with us, but um, you know, I don't mean to say this. So, how did you get into doing radio? Because um, I've checked out conversations with Cupid on Facebook Live, and I, I really enjoy sitting back and watching you all from time to time. Thank you. Um, well, you know. I was being interviewed by someone at the station, uh-huh. and um, and she said, um, you know, I was interview I was being interviewed um, at the station, and then the producer was like, "Hey, Shay, would you be interested in having your own show?" And I was like, "Yeah," and so I signed up right then and there, and I had my, my show started the very next week. So that's how it happened. That's cool. You by somebody and you know and and the opportunity presented itself and I said sure jump right on it. That is cool, Shay. That's really cool. Um, it kind of fell in your lap. That's cool. I like that. Um, yeah, it did. And I love the conversation that you even have on your Facebook page. Um. I can't even remember what the topic was the other day, but a married man commented on, now this is on Shay's personal page. He commented on something she asked, and somebody came at him talking about, well, if you marry, what you doing in a dating group? And you was like, this is not the group. This is my page. (laughs) (laughs) And it was like, oh, because a lot of times they, they, they don't know if they're commenting on my page or in the group. Um, yeah. And they, they you know, confuse it sometimes. <laughs> <laughs> that was just so funny, though. I was like, oh, man. Because it was like she was ready to rip him a new one. And I'm like, he didn't even say nothing that was remotely, you know, Hinting towards he was looking for something. He just made, you know, a generic comment almost, and it was like, really? <laughs> so that was really funny. I, I wish I could remember what the subject was because it was a good one. I just can't for the life of me remember what it was, but it was just yeah, so I hilarious. My, my singles are used to being able to respond without married people being around. Um, right. But, um, yeah, that happens often. 
Oh, okay. <laughs> okay, okay. So tell us who did your um who did your I guess emoji, your character uh, Oh my Cuz it really um, Uh-huh, yeah, cuz it really looks just like you. I'm like, look at that. I, know. I think they did a good job. Um but I actually got it done on Fiverr. I I just sent wow. them a picture uh-huh, and I told them what I wanted and and they they got it done. Wow. Okay. That's cool. That is really cool. Um, Because it actually has me thinking, you know, what I want to do next with some logos for my own um, project. So, yeah, you know, Shay gives me ideas, y'all. Yes, she does. She doesn't even know (laughs) it, but she inspires ideas. Like, um, yeah. Like, especially when you said um, now you have some engaged couples, you know, um, what I've been wanting to do. And it just, when you said that, it just lit the fire back in me to do it, is to take my graphic design um, in the bridal direction. So that is, that's next, what's next on my plate. And. Um, you know, I'm excited and looking for more couples of color who I can design custom um, bridal graphic suites for. So, you know, somebody right. who wants yeah. a custom invitation set, let me know. Definitely, definitely. You know, we have to we have to look out for each other. Absolutely. It's crazy weather we've had up here. It's been playing havoc with my throat, my sinuses for a minute. But um, it's all good. We definitely have to look out for each other because if we don't, who will? Exactly. You know, I wanted to um, share one more um, chapter with you. Um, Please do. This is, okay, this is Chapter 5, and all it's right. called um, Being Seen on the Scene. And this is important because a lot of singles, they don't go out. Like you just said, you're always in the house. Well, how do yeah. you expect to meet somebody? Um, right. This chapter. So um, this little background, the first parts of the chapter, I'm helping people prepare themselves, and then we get to Chapter 5, it's being seen on the scene. All right. So okay. now you've worked on your pot, cleaned it, cleaned it out, polished it up. Your next step is to put your pot on the shelf to be seen. You didn't do all this work for nothing. The key to dating is actually making yourself available to do just that, date. No one will know you're available if you stay indoors or live a life of all work and no play. Get your best threads together and get out on the move. Keep in mind that there is a process to being seen on the scene. You always want to look your best. However, be clear in your intent when you leave the house. Are you trying to catch or are you looking to become, are you looking for someone you can begin a genuine relationship with? There are plenty of ways to be seen. Heck, someone has probably had their eye on you already and waiting for you to open yourself up to be received. Think of all the places you go throughout the day, the grocery store, Barnes & Noble, the mall, McDonald's, the car wash, and a myriad of other places. 
how do you look when you're running errands? Now, I'm not saying you have to wear slacks and a button-down shirt or a cocktail dress and stilettos to run your errands, although some people do. What I am saying is to be cognizant of your appearance and the energy you dispel and what you wear. If you feel like crap because you look like crap, others will pick up on that. I've seen plenty of cuties in gym clothes and tennis shoes or sneakers if you're from the Northeast. And it wasn't just because they were they were attractive. They were confident even in those sweaty gym clothes. Truth be told, confidence is the best wardrobe you can wear. Confidence worn with anything that your fire wins. However, you still want to dress for the occasion. Let's say you've been invited to a singles event that just so happens to be sponsored by a middle-class matchmaker, shameless plug, and you have no idea what to wear. Here are some quick tips on the proper attire to an MCM singles event. Color, number one. The purpose is not to blend in but stand out. This means minimal gray and black. You want to add pops of color such as red, yellow, green, bright blue and hot pink, these colors say, look at me, and that is what you want to say when you go out. Number two, dress casual always wins. Don't be afraid to throw in a nice pair of slacks, soft bottom shoes, and a blazer with a button-down shirt, first two buttons open if you're a guy, or a nice dress, skirt, or pants if you're a woman with pops of color in your jewelry or makeup. Mm-hmm. And an average height heels. Ladies, I know you love those five and six inch heels, but keep it simple for a casual mixer or networking event. Number three, you can never go wrong with jeans. I love to dress up jeans. They are a versatile piece of clothing that mix well with anything. Guys, jeans, a button down, and a blazer with dress shoes are perfect. Even throw in a bow tie to add some flair. Ladies, jeans, a cute top. Pumps and pearls can really step it up. Add accessories for pop to give it some glam. Jeans, jeans are perfect for mixers and other events where you can meet other dating prospects. Just be sure to avoid jeans and a T-shirt with sneakers. That's so day in the park versus I want to meet someone classic. Number four, accentuate the positive. Ladies and gents, you know your best physical attributes. Don't be afraid to accentuate those areas that complement your wardrobe. However, don't necessarily lose sex. With everything, there's balance. Ladies, use your makeup to highlight your facial features. Toggle between either a dramatic eye or dramatic lip to mix up the drama with a bit of softness. Don't be afraid to play with colors. Cinch that waist if you're busty or wear a pencil skirt to add emphasis to your hips. Always wear clothing that complements your shape and size. Remember, everything ain't for everybody. Be okay with that. Men, light accessories such as a watch or ring to draw attention to your hands. Couple it with a mild cologne to add a bit of mystery. Shirts that are a bit form-fitting help accentuate your muscle tone. And please, please do not sag your pants. Number yes, five, Lord. smile often. <laughs> When hosting mixers, I often have people, men in particular, say to me that they passed up on a specific woman because she looked unapproachable. If you've done all the work to attend an event, the least you can do is smile. Sure, everyone isn't an extrovert, and it may take you some time to warm up to people. But when someone approaches you, 
don't be standoffish. Make sure that you smile and engage in conversation. If you're not interested, smile and let the person know. A smile goes a long way. You never know when you may bump into that person again. That particular night might not have been a good one, but at least you can see each other again and they'll remember you by your smile. Six, be present. A singles mixer is not the time to text, be on Facebook, Snapchat, Instagram, or any other social media. Put your phone down and mingle. Make it a goal to introduce yourself to 10 men or women or get at least three phone numbers. Engage. Number seven, be engaging. I know that may come easier to to extroverts than introverts, but whether you're a man or a woman, you need to be comfortable initiating a conversation. Here's a formula. A, begin with a compliment, something like, I love your dress. Your cologne smells really good. You have a gorgeous smile. B, ask a question. Where did you attend school? Who's your favorite team? Where are you from? C, close the deal. I would really like to get to know you better. I would love to grab some coffee with you and talk more. I wouldn't mind connecting with you later. D, stay connected. Are you on LinkedIn or Facebook? Can we exchange numbers? Do you have a business card? Be seen on the scene. You want to get noticed, be approachable, interesting, and have substance. Your look is what will bring them to you so they can experience all your awesomeness. Don't be afraid to step out and try something new. Meetup.com is a great place to connect with others who have shared interests. The more you're seen, the better your chances are to find your true match. So that's, you know, where I get some tips on um, on being seen on the scene. I think a lot of people need that because so many people are great right. catches. If you don't go out, nobody will even know you exist. That's true. And <clears throat> I used to sit here and think, well, because most of my closest friends or friends that I would would be the ones that I would hang with every day live nowhere near me. Um, I have three uh, best, best friends, and they're anywhere from 2 to 12 hours away from me. So it's like, okay, I'm like, okay, well, you know, we just sit here and FaceTime with each other all day or whatever, but um, you're right. How can I meet anybody if I'm nowhere where anybody could meet me? So that makes, right. that makes a lot of sense. And some friends and I were talking about that the other night, um, just in general, that we can't be... Um, in fact, we were talking about that last week on my show um, with guest Apostle Brown. Um, you know, he was talking about it even from a biblical standpoint that, you know, Ruth went, just saying how Ruth went out in the field. Ruth just didn't stay home or whatever. Ruth went where she could be seen to be, you know, to be found or what have you. So, you know, going even going back like that, it makes perfect sense now. Um, and I appreciate you sharing uh, those chapters and those tips with us. I really do. No problem. 
And we are almost out of time, but if you could run down everywhere that um, my listeners and I could reach you, that would be great. Absolutely. I am on Facebook at Middle Class Matchmaker. I'm also my website, middleclassmatchmaker.com, and I have a dating site, Middle Class Match. I'm also on Instagram at Middle Class Matchmaker. Um, pretty much you can find me everywhere okay. <laughs> at Middle Class Matchmaker. So, I, you know, again, I appreciate this opportunity. I do want to get the word out that, you know, I'm out here, I exist, and I am helping people find love. And we appreciate you, and I love seeing what you're doing. And um, I look forward to talking with you again. And thank you so much, Shay, for joining us tonight on the Love Line. Thank you. Have a good night. You too. Good night. And everyone, that's our show for tonight. If you want to connect with Love Line Radio um, to either be a guest or uh, check in with our guest, you can visit me at Love line with Allison dot weebly dot com. Um, also on Facebook at Love Line with Radio with Allison MDs. On Instagram, Love Line Radio with Allison, and at Gmail at Love Line Allison at Gmail dot com. Thank you so much, and have a great night.